Today's episode contains scenes depicting anxiety and animal duress. Please stay safe, and thank you for wandering with us. This episode of The Wanderer was produced on the stolen lands of the Massachusetts, Catawaba, Cheyenne, and Ute peoples. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider joining us in making a donation to the Massachusetts Center for Native American Awareness, working across Massachusetts to preserve Native American cultural traditions to advance public knowledge and understanding that helps dispel inaccurate information about Native Americans and directly support Massachusetts Native Americans with needs and education costs. You can make a donation at mcnss.org forward slash donate. That's mcnss.org forward slash donate or at the link in the show notes. Thank you. The Wanderer will begin after these short messages. Thank you for your support. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Wanderer is made possible by our generous supporters. We'd especially like to thank Marin Schroeder, Charles Gustine, Alistair Mills, Jeff Van Driesen, Kristen Tallis, and Morgan Ainsley. If you'd like to help support independent storytelling and hear your name before each episode, visit callofthewander.com forward slash support or find the link in the show notes and join us today. I remember waking up from nightmares when I was a kid, drenched in sweat, head pounding. Ma would come in and hold me, tell me it was just a dream, that I was safe and sound. That if I could think of some place sunny and warm, those terrible visions wouldn't return. She'd hold me until I fell back asleep and then slowly sneak away. As I grew older, I realized it's not the sunny fields or warm beaches that help you keep the nightmares away. Not really. It's just having someone to hold on to. Before I met Andrew, I learned the true power of nightmares. When you're asleep, all they can do is scare you. But once they've got you awake, they can keep you that way. Close your eyes for a moment, and the darkness comes rushing back, reminding you that terror lies just on the other side of consciousness. And so your eyes whip open. You trace the shadows in the corners, make note of every creep and crack, and hope your fatigue can outweigh your fear. I had a lot of sleepless nights before I met Andrew, but knowing he's there 
an arm's length away. That's enough. Enough to put me at ease. Enough to let me rest. I've had many sleepless nights in this forest. And they're only getting worse. Not to mention the increasingly late evenings. I'm... Tired. I'm running on embers. I don't know how much longer it's physically possible for me to keep going on like this. There's... There's one thing. One thing I'm holding on to. One thing that's keeping me going. Keep going, or... What? What do you want from me? Is this another test? Haven't I? No. You're right. I'm sorry. Looks like a trap. And not a very kind one. I get that people need to eat, but do they have to be such brutes about it? Leaving the poor thing out here in pain and agony for the last hours of its life? You poor thing. Let me... Easy there. I'm just gonna take a look. <sighs> Definitely a broken leg. You know, anyone else? Any other sorry wanderer chasing after their lost love and you'd be left for bacon. But you happened to be found by... The only one who can help. The only one who can help. But a broken leg is a lot. And I'd have so little magic left. This... This would be it. No more magic until we get home. No more... No more magic if Andrew needs it. Need, 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 need. So it seems you need me here after all. Need someone to talk some sense into you. Put this poor, wretched creature out of its Lift misery. Lift that silver hatchet up above your head and bring all of your force down on its You might even get a meal out of it. It's been days since you've eaten. You need food more than it needs its life. And what does Andrew need? You're... You're not wrong. I don't have enough magic. And I need the food. But it doesn't seem right. Right, 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 right. You want to consider what's right? Is it right that the hunter sets such a cruel trap? Right that you've been pulled from the wander to care for this thing? Is it right that you've been out here for so long with no end in sight? Right. Well, then maybe it's not about what's right. Maybe it's about who I am. Who I want to be. I want to be the kind of person that helps. Even when things are bad. Even when I have to dig deep. 
Even when I have nothing left to give. Give. Give it up already. There won't be any more of you left. If you can't kill it, then just leave it. Let nature take its course. But don't waste your magic. It is not a waste. It is a waste. And you'll know I'm right when you find Andrew and he has a broken leg. Or worse. And there will be nothing you can do to help him. And then who will it be that finds Andrew? It will still be me. Wrong! If you're the person who helps, if you're the person who digs deep, and you have nothing to give him when you find him, did you even find him? Or will that be someone else standing before him? Could he even still recognize you? Could he actually be your Andrew, if you're not still his wanderer? I gain nothing by giving myself up before I've even gotten there! Um, thank you. That left me just a little magic. If, if I could ask you for just one more thing, please, please let me hold on to this last bit in case he's hurt when I find him. I need to be able to help him. For both our sakes. I've had a lot of sleepless nights in this forest. And they're only getting worse. I'm tired. I'm running out of energy. I'm running out of me to give. But there's one thing I am holding on to. One thing that's keeping me going. 
someday I'm going to wake from this nightmare. And you'll be right there, an arm's length away. And I can go back to sleep. I can rest. I don't even think that's a memory. Sure, it's happened before, but it's one of those little mundanities that blends into the song two lovers compose in their goings-on. No, not a memory. A hope. A past still echoing forwards. A future I wander towards. Each morning when I wake, each day as I wander, each night as I close my eyes and pray for any amount of repose, that hope carries me on. I'm holding on to that hope. For now, I wander. I wander. I wander my way back to you. The Wanderer will continue after these short messages. And now, back to The Wanderer. Snow-capped peaks rise, sharp, bold, and strong. Weathered and sturdy, o'er the bustle and the throng. When you need to find West, listen for their solemn song. Till the Mountains are there no more, no more, till the mountains are there no more. Foam capped waves rise, fast, cold, and strong. The place we all begin, the place we all belong. When you need to find East, listen for her ever song. Till the ocean is there, no more, no more. Till the ocean is there, no more. By the peaks and the waves, the cardinals decrease. 
that this is the land, evermore it shall be. But their laws break like stone and like waves and like me. Since the mountains are there no more, no more, and the oceans are there no more, and forever not knowing where to set without peaks or waves memory is all we get I'll be aimless and rambling and filled with regret till you are there Till you are there once more And the waves will roar once more, once more And the peaks will cut the sky once more And the land will know east once more, once more And the moon will know west once more And you'll be in my arms once more, once more and you'll be in my arms once The voice of the wanderer is T.H. Ponders. The voice of the forest is Jeanette Berry. The Wanderer is written and sound designed by T.H. Ponders. Produced by Jordan Stillman. Show art and design is by V. Silverman. Additional art by Olivia Lee. Transcripts and full credits for each episode are available at callofthewander.com. Ad sales and marketing support by Fable and Folly. Our special thanks goes out to Sean Howard, Russ Moore, Christina Orlando, Bob Raimunda, Alexander Danner, Jeff Van Driesen, and Esther Ellis. The Wanderer wouldn't exist without the generous support of each and every one of our listeners. Help us keep it going by heading over to callofthewander.com forward slash support. There are so many ways to help the show, and you can get early access to the episodes and behind-the-scene goodies. Again, that's callofthewander.com forward slash support. Please stay safe, and thank you for wandering with us.
The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Calvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, a lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.